0: Hi, I'm Curious Vedant and welcome to Season 2 of my podcast. Today, my guests are Anjali Kuric and Sophia Kuric, who are in Secondary 1 and Primary 6, respectively, in Singapore. Both of them are passionate about coding and have found a way to combine their love for coding and helping people. Both have interned at Microsoft and have won many awards, including the NUS Hack and Roll Freshman Award. Without further ado, I welcome Anjali and Sophia to my show. Hi. Hi. I'm excited to have you on my show today. Thank you for coming.
1: We're excited to be here as well.
0: Thank you for inviting us. you welcome. So, Anjali and Sophia, I'm curious to know how both of you found a common interest in coding.
1: Well, the interest in coding has been ingrained in us from a very young age. When I was five years old and Sophia was three years old, our parents taught us how to code using this block-based programming language called Scratch. So from there, um, coding has kind of become a part of our lives. Without it, it's like, it's just there. We can't imagine life without it. And since, since a young age, we have just been doing it. And increasingly, we have um, used more difficult programming languages, which our parents have exposed us to.
0: Ooh, nice. I've heard that you have done a lot of interesting projects. Can you tell me
2: more about your projects? Okay, so my favorite project of all the projects that I've done is called EmoDrink. It's a project that we made in our Microsoft internship. So it's basically a drink dispenser. But the thing about it is it uses AI to detect the user's emotion and then gives them a drink based on their emotion. So for example, if they were tired, it would give them coffee. Nice. What about if they were sad? If they were sad, I mean, it's it's not
1: like we custom build the drinks. The the main part was mostly the AI, yeah. but it was along the lines of a drink according to emotion. the The best example is coffee for tired. Um, yeah. I don't know what drink would you normally drink if you were sad. Something cheesy and sugary. Oh do you I don't,
0: know. I don't know. I've never I've never had anything when I was sad. Only when I'm happy I would like drink maybe some juice.
1: So the thing is with our machine, the person who owns the machine can customize what drink they want for each emotion they feel. So they can put their favorite drinks in the machine.
0: And Anjali, what are your favorite projects? My favorite
1: project is a cat cage cleaner. So it's, um, it's one that I built pretty long ago, but I still like it. So a long, long time ago, my parents, being my parents, they told me they would buy me a cat if I built an automated cat cage that would take care of the cat by itself. Because we go on holiday a lot and there's no one to take care of our pets. They told me if I built a cage like that, they would buy me a cat. So I started building a cage like that. It had a conveyor belt at the bottom and it would carry out all the used bedding, and it had water dispensers and food dispensers. And you know what happened in the end? My parents never bought me a cat.
2: (laughs) Wow. What is AI? Okay, so AI is basically intelligence from a machine. It is any device that can look at its environment and think about it. And it can take actions based on the environment to achieve its goals. So it's basically machines or computers which can learn and they can problem solve. In essential terms,
1: artificial intelligence is supposed to mimic a human brain. Yep. However, at this stage, with the current technology that we have, it's like right now, there yet. it's not there yet. Let's say it's uh, close enough. It's 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 around there. It's supposed to mimic a human brain, it's not there yet, but we're working towards it. Scientists and researchers are working towards it.
2: So some very common examples of AI is image recognition. So basically the AI will look at its surroundings and it can detect people or objects based on what you program it to do.
0: Are there any different types of AI? I mean, yeah,
1: there, there are multiple different types of AI. <laughs> um, the most common one is image recognition.
2: Actually.
1: I think it, it's very well known because of self-driving cars. They use image recognition. Then there is speech recognition or sound recognition. OK, and then wait, what was the last one again? Natural
2: language processing, which is text
1: recognition. Natural
2: language processing, which is text recognition. So basically that can detect emotions based on someone's text. So let's say I say my life is amazing. Then the natural language processing will detect that I'm
0: happy. (laughs) Yeah. The only AI I have at my house is Alexa. (laughs) Well... Alexa is speech
2: recognition, right? Yeah, Alexa is feature
1: Yeah. So it, it, it senses what you say, and then based on what you say, it will do a task. So that's feature recognition.
0: I've heard about lots of self-driving cars. How do they use AI? What self-driving cars do, right? Like let's
1: say you have a car, and let's say you have a driver sitting in that car. Have you driven a
2: car? No, actually, I haven't driven a car, but my parents have driven a car. Okay, so when you watch your parents
1: drive a car, what they do, right, is they look at that road and then according to the road, they will choose where to move the car. Am I right? Or according to the road? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so what AI does is it tries to mimic that thought process when used in self driving cars, what it does is it looks at the road, it takes a picture of that road, and it compares that picture to the many scenarios it has stored in its database. Okay? And when it finds a similar scenario, it will execute the same thing that it has done in that scenario or which it is programmed to do in that scenario. Does that make sense?
2: yeah that does ai i feel is very interesting yeah it's actually the reason why it's interesting now is because right now there's a lot of data floating around so we have the most amount of data than forever and also uh right now people are putting a lot more money into ai there's a lot of contrasting feelings
1: about ai like You've probably heard about robots taking over the world. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's a negative emotion associated with AI. But there are lots of positive, yeah, there's a lot of positive good things in it as well. It has yeah. potential.
0: Yeah. I've heard that you've made this project where it's basically this thing for blind people,
2: helping them cross the road. Can you tell us more about it? Okay, so the blind people crossing the road thing is actually very similar to how Anjali explained that self-driving cars work. But instead, over here, when the AI is looking, it looks for the traffic light at the other side of the road, and then it directs the blind person towards the traffic light. So later on, we would also want it to look for people who are walking in front of the blind person. So that it can help that blind person to help navigate around them and so that they don't bump it
0: mm-hmm. yeah has anyone bought your invention yet we haven't we haven't marketed it mainly
1: it was it was an idea for a hackathon and we were talking about bringing it on from there but um never happened yeah, it never happened.
2: Actually, the hardest part about building a product is not building it, it's selling it. Or starting to sell oh, it. Because sell it.
1: reaching people that you have this product, it's
2: it's very hard. Yeah, building it is actually
0: the easiest part. Yeah. I know you have participated in many hackathons. What are
2: hackathons? Hackathons are basically coding competitions where people can get together and try to solve a problem or a challenge statement that is given to them by the organizers of the hackathon. So they can, for example, some of the popular problems to solve are the SDGs, which are, how many goals are it? 17. Which are 17 different goals that the world should reach before 2025, I think. The United Nations Sustainable yes. Development Goals. Uh, Google them if you want. Yeah, so the participants of these hackathons can try and solve these problems with technology, or if they want, they can do it without technology, based on what they do. Are hackathons fun or a little bit hard? Uh, well, both at the same time. The thing I like about hackathons is they always serve good food. food you also get to meet a lot of new people and get a lot of experience so like some or like the internship in microsoft that we got it was because we participated in a hackathon so
0: you basically won the intern at microsoft uh, huh? yeah we won the internship um it went like this we
1: went to a hackathon there was um there was this guys- nice person from microsoft there so before the hackathon started Anjali went up to him and asked. him. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, P five, I think. I went up and I asked him if he would give us an internship at Microsoft. He said maybe. Then after that, at the end of the hackathon, they um yeah they gave us an internship. Yeah, that
0: is very funny. That sounds
1: very funny. It was, and the internship was really good for us as well.
0: Yeah, we learned a lot. Do you have any tips for kids like me to start off learning coding? You said you're already learning code, right? From a platform. Yeah, but not that much. (laughs) Keep going at it.
1: And uh, find other platforms as well. There's combat, There is Coursera, Udemy. Um, once Once you've started coding a bit more, you can try out HackerRank. Like this
2: competitive coding side where you code to solve. It's basically people. like a hackathon but mini scale and it's online. It's scale and it's online, and everybody around the world it.
1: Yeah, it's it's really cool. So yeah. once you've started coding, what do
2: I have to It'll help you develop your skills. Yeah, and you can get medals and awards. I'm fascinated <laughs> about coding. It's really fun. What do both of you want to be when you grow up? Okay, I'll go first, but. Okay, so I want to be a computer scientist, and I want to work on a way to use technology to solve the world's problems. I want to use my skills to help to change the world, and I want to give people around the world a better life. So I want to solve things like world hunger, pollution, um, energy crisis, stuff like that.
1: I want to become either a data scientist or a lawyer, and I want to get enough money to be a philanthropist as well.
0: I, I'm also thinking of becoming a lawyer. What are your hobbies? I like to
1: build stuff with Lego. I like to build uh, model aircraft, <laughs> Lego stuff, and I also like to read. Another one of my hobbies, which my mom currently disapproves of, is spending a lot of time talking to my friends. Yeah, yeah,
2: okay. Okay, so I like to read also, and I like to paint and do tasks, play and draw. Very artistic. I'm like, artistic.
0: Yeah, even I like drawing and painting and reading and playing with my friends. Hmm. And I and the most important I love is Lego. Yes, I yeah.
2: have some lot
0: of it. Yeah, I have I have many Legos. So. Yeah, I have many Legos. Like I have two whole, sh- two whole like cabinets of it. It's it's fun. Lego is fun. Yeah, very fun. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you for inviting us. You're welcome. It was really fun. I learned a lot about coding. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page, Curious Vedant, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes, subscribe by searching for Curious Vedant wherever you get your podcasts such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedant.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedant.
2: And don't forget to rate and leave comments.